Yeah! So, here's the thing that I'm struggling with so far today, Al. Is it make me a bad Dodger fan that I couldn't get enough of Fernando Tatis's home run out of Dodger Stadium last night? That does it make me a bad Dodger fan that I've rewatched him hit that ball? I don't know, 25, 30 times this morning because I just saw somebody hit the ball out of Dodger Stadium. It's pretty remarkable. It does not make you a bad uh, Dodger fan. I'll tell you why. Dodgers just got their hundred and third win last night. They've beat the Padres nine games in a row. That 19 World Series games that uh, Justin Turner was talking about, um, that didn't happen. It's I like think, four. I think they ended up going 12-7, and seven, but they won nine in a row yeah, against the Padres. Murdered they have a 25-game lead on the San Diego Padres. <laughs> think about that for a second. Think about that for a second. I mean, you know, th- these, were, these were supposed to be if – Tatis hits that home run, and it's a division race between the Dodgers and the Padres, then yes, you're a bad Dodger fan. <laughs> but it's a 25-game lead, and, and you won, won nine and in a row. they were still ahead, and they won the game anyway. And that was damn impressive what it, he did. It, and I'm sure Dodger fans were sitting there like, what the hell? Where'd that ball go? It, well, look at the look on Max Muncy's face. You, Max Muncy almost wanted to break into laughter. You know that it was, It's almost you wanted to shake Tatis's hand it's almost, as he's coming around first like, this, base. This isn't real. This isn't real. <laughs> it, if I said to you, hey, Al, you know, back in uh, 2021. Why are you talking like that? That's, what, that's the voice I would use if I talked to you. Okay. Hey, Al, uh, back in 2021, I was there the night that Fernando Tatis hit one out of the stadium, bro. I thought that like, was. What? You what? know where you use that voice again? You uh. used it when UCLA Fresno State. Yeah. That's same what guy. it was. It was the frat guy. Yeah, same same guy. guy. He went to the game. <laughs> he went to the game. He went to the game. Yep. But if you heard somebody say, oh, I was there the night that he hit the ball out of the stadium, you'd be like, shut up. Nobody hits the ball out of the stadium. Only he did. He hit the ball, hit the ball out, of the, out of the stadium. Yeah. Okay. It that's rolled into like P4 that. parking lot. It just kind of <laughs> rolled there. Well, that's what's so crazy, right? That before they did the renovations and made the area behind the outfield yeah. pavilions like a place where to go grab a drink, something to eat, hang out, like mm-hmm. which is really cool, by the way. But it would have landed in the parking lot. Yeah. This isn't something that happens at Dodger. You hit it into the bay in San Francisco. Yeah. You hit it over the Green Monster in Boston, mm-hmm. and it lands in that parking lot back there. Okay, that wall in in, in Boston, it's like 312 feet mm-hmm. away. That, that a, roof at Dodger Stadium is 400 plus feet away. There's a baseball right now sitting on the 110 freeway that nobody has any idea what it is and how it got there. It's Tatis's home run, it's just sitting on the 110. Just extraordinary. In just extraordinary. Lane. Um. I'm deeply conflicted on another Dodger topic. I don't know how to feel about these final three games. Intellectually, intellectually, I've moved on. This confuses me. I've moved on. Because about two weeks ago, when Walker Buehler got roughed up in Colorado, Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, okay, guys, I still think you're the best team. I think that you're the favorites to go and win the World Series, but you're going to have to take the hard road. You're going to have to take the road through the wild card game. You're going to have to go on the road in the first round, et cetera, et cetera. That's how your, your path to the World Series goes that way. And my intellect tells me that that's more true than ever. They're they're two back with three games to play. And the Giants are playing the San Diego Padres team, who you just described as giving up. Mm-hmm. There's something in the back of my head, Al, that's just saying, don't not, not quite yet. Not quite. Let's, let's just see what happens. Because let's say they shave one tonight. Let's say Dodgers beat uh, Milwaukee. I thought it was going to happen, yes. I, I thought it was, it was symbolic – for this weekend, you go into these final three games, and it's a game separating yeah. them. It, it still just, didn't happen. It, it, it didn't, and there's no. But it's it keeps coming back to what we we're talking about, and that is if the Dodgers beat the Giant, excuse me, the Cardinals, 
on Wednesday. Yeah. I believe they are in as good of a position as you could ask for to win the World Series. If the Dodgers beat the Cardinals on yes. Wednesday. Yep. If they beat the Cardinals on Wednesday, I think that they are the favorites to win the World Series. Mm-hmm. Only I don't have a great deal of confidence. I, I, I think they'll win, but that's about as far as I'll go on that. And yet there's a bunch of stuff that makes you feel really good about them. There's a bunch of things. You look at the way Corey Seager and Mookie Betts are swinging the bat. You look at the way the Justin Turner is hot. Trey Turner stayed hot. You've got all this starting pitching. Kenley Jansen is throwing the baseball as yep. well as he's yep. thrown it in years, really. Mm-hmm. He looks fantastic. Their star players are performing like stars, and yet there's all this other stuff too. Half the roster is ice cold. Their offense is ice cold. Their four starting pitchers who are lights out, all four of them have a little bit of a wobble at the worst possible time. And I, I'm, I'm – Inside out. I don't even know how to feel about this group right now. So, by the way, I think every Dodger fan feels the same way. And, you know, vulnerable, you can't say, oh, well, the Dodgers blew it this year. No. You can't say they're vulnerable either because they have 103 wins. But I think they raised some question marks. You know, they have the best record in Major League Baseball since August 1st. 40 and 13. Okay. They gained one game. <laughs> <laughs> from August 1st to September 30th or whatever yesterday. San Francisco right? went 40 and 15. Okay. They gained one game in that span. And the only reason why I even kind of point that out is because this isn't about the Dodgers playing bad baseball. It's not about the Dodgers, oh, they blew the they blew their opportunity or oh my gosh, they put themselves in this position to have to be in this wild card game. It's a combination of San Francisco has been beyond exceptional. This, look, you're going to be more of the baseball nerd when it comes to this. This is arguably one of the biggest surprises in regular season history. No question. That a team like the San Francisco Giants, who were supposed to be in the category with who? The Rockies? No, worse, Al. Honestly, they, they, I I believe, I'm going by memory here, so I might be off, but their win projection Mm -hmm. was almost identical to Arizona's. Arizona has lost 106 games, I think. Okay, and and is about where they're, they're a little bit worse than they thought Arizona would be, and San Francisco is light years better than anybody thought they'd be. It's supposed to be the Padres and the Dodgers this year going mm-hmm. up against each other. The Padres are twenty-seven games behind the San Francisco Giants. Twenty-seven <laughs> games behind the San Francisco Giants. So, it's when I say it's kind of weird about the season. It's not that the Dodgers have done anything wrong, Trav. They've gone through a lot this season. Whether it's the injuries that they've had, whether it's Trevor uh, Bauer. certain players that have been out, the Trevor Bauer situation, and you, you just kind of you're bringing in new guys. I know you, it sounds stupid for me to say, well, you brought in Max Scherzer, Trey Turner. They got to figure everything out. They had Gavin Lux in center field for how many games? Like they literally tried to juggle every single ball. Did you see the uh, tape outline they put on oh, the center field wall? Yeah, how you, good is that? you knew it was coming. Yeah, how I, good is I, that? I would have been stunned had it not been out there, but it was still pretty. Well, funny it, to it was see okay it. to come because Lux is okay. He's, he thinks you know nothing is as far as his injuries. I, I think he said that he'll be just kind of needs a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. <laughs> so to put everything put everything kind of in a, um, in context here, Dave Roberts said this yesterday. He said. We have to play good baseball. If we do that, bring it on. It doesn't matter who we play or in what format. The format's awful. The format is BS, and everybody agrees with it. And San Francisco's played unbelievable baseball. The Dodgers just got to get through that wild card, and I think you feel a lot more confident than you're sitting today, and we'll see what happens. Travis Lee's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Very simply. 
answer this question. Mm -hmm. If the Dodgers lose in the wild card on Wednesday afternoon, the season was what? Incredibly disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly disappointing. But does it feel like they failed? No. It doesn't. That's, that's what I mean. That's incredibly disappointing because they're really good and they played really well in this stupid format. That's part of the disappointment. That's I, part of the disappointment. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. This does not feel like a, you know what? This team's making 200 million bucks and they performed like a team that's making 200. This is this is Justin Turner was bad and Corey Seager was bad and Scherzer was a bum when they picked him up and Trey Turner can't get ahead and Corey Seager good riddance because what's he hit this two front office doing? No, what's going to happen next year? What's the future for the Dodgers? No, if they none lost against that. the St. Louis Cardinals on Wednesday, you'd probably say, okay, couple tweaks here. I know we got some free agents. The team is so loaded. As they move forward as well, this could just be one of those years where it was some bad luck and, and some unfortunate I, circumstances in a team like San Francisco that did what they did. It, I don't know if I've ever felt like this before with a team that is this talented, this expensive, and this good where if they didn't win the title, out my, my immediate response, and you're right because there's a lot of moving parts and free agents and all this stuff, would be the, the team will look different next year even if they win the World Series. It yep, always does. Yep. But – if they lost them, my immediate response would be run it back. Mm -hmm. When does spring training start? Run it back again because the scenario that just took place will never happen again. The, the, the most likely result of this season is the Dodgers win 104, 105 games. Remember at the beginning of the season, we were talking, hey, could they win 115? Yeah. And it seemed possible, but they'd have to get, well, they had that really bad 5 and 15 stretch. It's like, okay, well, that's out the window. But they're still going to get to 104, 5, somewhere in there. They're 103 right now. Right. Giants are at 105. Right. But if you ran it back, the Giants are winning 84. They're not winning 106 mm -hmm. or whatever the final number is going to be. Run it back. They, as disappointing as it would be, it's not a, oh, they failed. It was the one in a hundred season came up for the other guy. That's what it would feel like. What's unique in this situation as you round out the rest of the year, September September threw things off a little bit. Um, Trav, it, it, you know, there was a point where Walker Bueller, every time he got the ball, you're like, okay, that game's over. Yep. There was a point, Max Scherzer, his last two starts. Uh, listen, he's going to get six days rest before he pitches on Wednesday, and I think that's going to be beneficial to him. But even Scherzer, for a quick second here, the guy had a .78 ERA in nine starts with you know with the Dodgers. Now he's had two games where he gave up five runs. There's some question marks that hadn't been there before. That's why we even bring this up as a topic, because they could be in a predicament on Wednesday where the season could end. It could be tonight, You know, I, and I know it's going to sound crazy, tonight could be the last game Kershaw pitches – for the Dodgers, that's I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm either. just saying it, it, could, it could happen. Be. That's Giants that, could also clinch the division tonight. It could be over by tonight if the Dodgers lose and the they Giants win. It's over. It. Yeah, they'd be three up with two to go. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. They, it, it could be over as soon I'm as I'm just tonight. assuming both teams just keep winning, and that's the only <laughs> way the division ends is because people won, not that people lost. It's nuts. Let's try a phone call here. Huntington Beach and Paul. Paul, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, always good to talk to you guys. You know, the thing is, it's so frustrating. They're north of 100 wins, and they're grinding through, like pushing so hard. At this point in the season, you got 103, 104 wins. You're resting guys getting ready for the playoffs. Because you earned that's it. That's kind of the crazy thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and But here they are, and I think the Dodgers got to push hard all the way through the weekend, which kind of sucks because, listen, <laughs> the Dodgers have a long history of having their heart broken by the freaking Cardinals in playoff baseball. 
I want no part of the freaking Cardinals. And you know who I really don't want any part of is freaking Adam Wainwright. Wainwright's in that, like, category of, like, Mike Scott and Tom Browning who just freaking own the Dodgers. It's exhausting. And, and it's a shame for a team that's going to end up with 104, 105 wins, as you guys are talking about. Because of that, man, I think they got to push hard this weekend until they can't push no more, and then you go from there. By the way, give me a one-game, 163 in San Francisco all day before having to face Wainwright in the wild card. Yeah, it, yeah thanks, Paul. It, it's, it's interesting. Great call, by the way. I, I like what he said. You know, it's un, the, the Dodgers have to continue to grind and push, and it's, they should be resting. You're right, but so do the Giants. It's not like the Giants have had they, – they have to grind. But they're going to rest. They're, they're going to have that opportunity. They're going to get a few extra days few that extra the days. Dodgers don't have. They'll yeah, get a few yes. extra days, and oh, by the way – may potentially not have to face the Dodgers. They, they might not. They might not. But that it's not that, oh, the Giants have it locked down and they've been on cruise control for 10 days. It's not that. Completely right. But just think of this, and, and I think he, he makes a good point on this. When's the first game? Friday? That would be up in San Francisco. If San Francisco right. wins the division, right? Wednesday Friday, will Saturday. be the wild card, yeah. so I think it's going to be – they'll get four or five days of just kick back and relax. Yeah. Set it up. And, 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 you know, through all this – Who's the team that the Dodgers are playing tonight? Uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's been kicking back for a, a little bit now. Yeah. Right? Like, they they're, they have the luxury of doing that. Atlanta and St. Louis. Yeah. I know St. Louis was winning games, but St. Louis clinched that wild card berth a couple days ago, so and they're, they're kind of setting just, everything up. It was a up. de facto clinch about a week or so ago. You yeah. knew it was coming. I will say this. He brings up a good point. You ready, Dodger fans? You ready to feel terrible? Okay. I hate to do this to you. Tom Needenfewer. Jack Clark, Ozzie Smith, Matt Stairs. Okay, these are these are all names of Cardinals that did just awful, awful things to the Dodgers in the postseason. Of course, Tom Needenfuer was the guy that gave up the home run to Jack Clark. That's mostly Tommy Lasorda's fault for pitching to him. But we, it happened in 1985. I was in eighth grade in geometry, top floor, Foothills Junior High School, <laughs> left hallway. Don't remember it at all. Listening to the game on the radio in math. My, my geometry teacher was a huge Dodger fan. He had the game on. This is when they had playoff games during the day, yeah. by the way. Yeah. And Oh, Still it looks do. like Tommy Lasorda is going to pitch to Jack Clark, and there it goes. Home run in the left field. It's like, oh, my goodness, what just happened? Fast forward, Ozzie Smith had zero home runs from the left-handed side. None. Not, not, a, not a handful, not three or four. Zero takes Tom Needenfewer deep to beat the Dodgers. Okay? That happened. We know what uh, happened to Clayton Kershaw against the Cardinals a few years ago. What, Paul, never call this show again. I had forgotten about all these things, and you just brought them all up, and now I'm in a bad mood. Do you want to – you know how both you and I answered the question of – basically answer the question of if you lost on Wednesday to the St. Louis Cardinals, how would you feel now about feel the bad. season? How would you <laughs> feel about the season? Is there – are, are most Dodger fans all just going to feel the exact same way? It was incredibly disappointing. Or are they going to say, this is just literally bad luck the way things shook out for us and we had to play this one game? Yeah, 877-710-ESPN. You can give us a call and let you know. How would you feel if this ends? Plus, you mentioned all those free agents, Al. You mentioned Clayton Kershaw might be pitching his last game as a Dodger. Certainly a possibility. We'll get to that. Plus, Scherzer, Matthew Kenley, St Seager. All, all, there's, mm -hmm. a million, there's a bunch of guys that are very important guys that are on that list as well. And going to explain to you why Matt Stafford is going to take yet another step forward in the MVP race. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. If I would have asked you this morning when we got started around 730, Mm -hmm. if I was in a good mood, what would you have said? Um... I just said I, I need a little more time to figure okay. that out. Let's, let's move it up. Let's okay. say, Tim, by the time we started the show, was I in a good mood? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I thought you were. An hour ago, was I in a good mood? Yeah, I thought you were. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I'm not anymore. <laughs> because Paul in Huntington Beach just ruined my weekend. I don't think he ruined all... your weekend. I think <laughs> he did. He, I think he, I think there's something about, you know, I, I know, what were you saying this from a baseball perspective? When we were trying to make the argument of momentum, uh-huh. right? That St. Louis can ride a lot of momentum going into the postseason uh-huh. just because of what an unbelievable month they've had or whatever the case is, two months that they've had. And you said, no, can't really ride that momentum in. And then you start looking at the history. History. Yeah, it's awful. All these things come into play, Trav. I guess. Dodgers I, are going to be riding an incredible amount of momentum they, going in. No, they're playing great baseball. But, but there's but there's also question marks about the Dodgers today we didn't have two, three weeks ago. That, that I think, is a little bit more concerning. Clayton Kershaw out there with, what was it, a 5 to nothing lead in the seventh inning, and then it's it's 5-1, to one, it's 5-3, to three, it's 5-4, to four, it's 6-5, to five, it's 7-5, to five, and Don Mattingly's Mattingly's like, no, he looks, he's fine. He's great. He's fine. Like, go get him. I understand it's Clayton Kershaw. Jace Tingler was watching that game very closely. <laughs> it's like, he's done. Please save him. Go get him out of there. I can't watch this anymore. Tingler gave up nine home runs and was like, he's fine. But- I, think, I, I, th- I saw something on that last pitch. It looked like it had pretty good life. It looked like it had some life as it approached the plate. Let's go to Dennis in Southgate. Dennis, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hello. Hello. What's going on, Dennis? Hi. Well, actually, I want to piggyback off the last caller you got. It's actually even a little bit worse for the Dodgers because you got to remember, the Cardinals, they wrapped up the second wild card spot on Wednesday. Yeah, a couple so days ago. they're getting more time to rest, whereas the Dodgers, they have to push all their chips in this weekend against the Brewers. So you can have either the Giants or Dodgers, most likely the Dodgers, being completely exhausted, pushing everything in, and the Cardinals that they're resting, waiting for one of the two opponents, most likely the Dodgers. So it's even more... Um, it's even it's even more asking for the Dodgers. They'll be even more taxed. And you got the Cardinals ready to go, all rested because they got an extra weekend's worth of rest after clinching the second wild card. Dennis, appreciate you calling in, man. Um, if anybody else wants to change Travis's mood and kind of get his weekend started on a sour <laughs> note, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Yeah. You got two in a row. The two way row. the look on your hey, face. Trash. Remember that time that the Dodgers blew it to the Cardinals in the postseason? How you feeling? Happy Friday. Come on, man. Listen. Help me out. I, I don't think these are genuinely – these are not Dodger fans. Nobody's hating on the Dodgers. They have genuine concern. No, you I know, know what I mean? Like, I, And I, I say that only because um, I think Dodger fans feel a certain way. You know, he's talking about playing through the weekend. I think that's interesting because when you were trying to make a case a week ago plus, whatever the case is, hey, just start prepping for the wild card. Mm. Pay attention to the wild card. The Dodgers have showed zero indication, zero indication that they 
at least over the last week, that they're not playing for the wild card. Everything they're doing, they're, they're playing for the wild yeah. card. And you even said something. You're like, well, the Giants have to play this through as well. They do. Both teams know how key and important it is not to go up on Wednesday that you are going to have a little bit of something there where a you, team like the Cardinals can kind of start preparing here. Here's, yes. The By the way, everybody wants to make you not feel <laughs> ruin good. my weekend yeah, for me. That's nice to. to know. That's fun. Um, but you, you bring up a really good point that while I'm not a huge believer in momentum in baseball, sure. I, I am a big believer in who's looser and who's got more to lose. Right, the, whether it's the Dodgers or the Giants, they've got a lot to. They have a hundred and f- minimum. What did you say? The Giants have already won one hundred and five. They're at one hundred and five. <laughs> okay, at so the moment minimum, somebody with at least one hundred and five wins, one hundred and five or one hundred and three yeah. wins is. If the Dodgers lose them all, they still have one hundred and three. Okay, they're coming in with, hey, you just won 103 games and your season could be over in three hours. The Giants come into this game looking, hey, we weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs five minutes ago. That's not the comp. We, we're, we're ready to go. Right there's, there, It's house money completely. But that's not the comp. You know what's real house money? Wednesday's house money. I mean, if you say it comes to who's going to be more loose, Trav, so just pay attention to that real quick. What squad's going to be more loose if you're in that game on Wednesday, uh-huh. Dodgers and the Cardinals, who's more loose? The Cardinals. Of course they are, right? Sure. Like it's not even it's yeah, a, it's a no-brainer. Easy. It's an easy one. But when you say there's something about baseball that that plays into effect, I agree with you. You know, a a, a batter that's at the plate saying it's how if this we lose, is no, house it's, it's money. Just, this is how it's supposed to go. Right? Yes. And and I and I think when you give that as an example, that obviously doesn't play into uh into yours. I, listen, we could throw out plenty of different questions out there. But I love that when anybody want to make Travis's weekend kind of the start of his weekend worse. Why everybody is so interested in doing that? Eight seven 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 ten span. Let's go to uh, Eddie in Ontario. <laughs> Eddie, anything for Travis? You want to uh, help hey out? Hey guys, uh, I'm trying to help out on his weekend. So the way I think we can look at it is, we let Kershaw pitch today. See how he does. If they win, Dodgers win, Giants win. Then you know we relax, go in there. We don't. You know, pressure too much Saturday, Sunday, and I think in baseball, if you have too many days off, it can get you off uh, of that momentum that you have, that consistency. So I think I think we should be good. Dodgers should be good. Good, thank you, Eddie. I I, I appreciate the support. I like I, the other he, ones better. He, I like the other ones where I could see your blood pressure going up. <laughs> he brings up a good point. I when you talk about rest in baseball, you're not necessarily talking about days off. You're mm-hmm. not talking about just sitting in the dugout for three hours and not playing. You're talking about batting practice you're talking about intensity of at bats you're talking about grinding timing all of those things but if you're saying you can decide that we're going to play for the wild card and hey Corey Seager you're still you're going to play the first four innings tonight okay you're going to keep your time you're going to get a couple of at bats but you know we're going to sit you down you mentioned that with Bueller yeah on Sunday could be a good example he pitches three innings yeah throw 50 pitches just get out there break a sweat feel good go up again by the way go up against a Brewers team that you could very easily see in the second round of the playoffs. Just get out there and, and, and stretch your legs a little bit. There, uh, I think a scenario that will not play out when he says, hey, you go tonight, Kershaw wins and the Giants win. Now you're two back with two games left to go. I still don't think the Dodgers will stop fighting for the division until they're at mathematic, mathematically out. I, I don't either. As in tomorrow, they're not going to treat tomorrow any different than they were treating the last this week. Is, oh, this is such a good point. This is where it gets even more. This is where what I was saying a week ago becomes even more vital. Let's say they both win tonight or they both lose tonight. Whatever it is, it's still two going into tomorrow. Are you mathematically in it? Yes. Yes. 
Is it likely? Very unlikely. What if Dodgers win tomorrow? Okay, hold on. And Giants lose. Okay, but let's let's just you're playing to Sunday. Let's, let's just go to tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. The deficit, whether they both lose or both win, deficit still two with two to go. Yep. Okay. You got Julio Arias, who's scheduled to pitch on Saturday. Yep. You're not gonna catch him. Do you really want him to go out there and, to your point, they're going to pitch him? Throw ninety-five <laughs> pitches, throw a hundred pitches, start to go out there and burn through the fuel that's in the tank in a game that almost certainly is going to be meaningless. Are you? Do you really want? Because that is seems to me like such a terrible does this, idea. Does this matter to you? Does this matter to you that Scherzer will have six days off before he pitches again on Wednesday? No. It doesn't matter. I mean, it matter in what way? It doesn't concern me. I don't think it helps. No, 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 He's on no. Turn, I, basically. What I'm saying is, he'll have a little bit more rest than usual. He's got an extra day. Okay. And though this, I'm just talking out of my. You know what? Julio will pitch tomorrow. Uh huh. He wouldn't get the ball again. It looks like until a week. I, I understand. Does that matter or no? And I, I'm, I, I'm I'm genuinely yeah, asking I, the question I, I, because I think it it's going to be a couple days, extra days off. I, I I understand the question now. I think it does matter because he has been extended to a point that he's never been extended before. Mm-hmm. Because he's thrown more pitches than he's ever thrown in his life, more innings than he's ever thrown in his life, and just the numerical, no, the, the the numbers are telling you he's not throwing as hard as he was. Two months ago, three months ago. He was a 95, 96 guy. Now he's a 91, 92 guy. There, that's a noticeable difference. If I could go from four or five days that you're talking about to seven or eight, I think that, that it doesn't refill the tank, but it, but it might will give you a little bit more. Because that's kind of what they'd be in. That, that, yeah. That's a spot that they would be yeah. in based and, off and of that. There's even two down with two to play. When they're playing against a San Diego team that's let go of the rope, it's it's I know that it's a mathematical possibility, but it is extremely unlikely that you get that done. Why why would I spend money I don't have to spend in this game on a I don't know what it is a one in fifty chance? It just seems like a really bad idea in that moment. They're gonna do it. Let's talk about the Rams. I can't do this anymore. This is I'm, I'm getting I'm getting worked up about something that hasn't. Can I ask you one more yet. question? Go ahead. Is it a lock that Julio would pitch before Kershaw? In the postseason? Let's say you, you win against St. Louis. San Francisco, game one is Bueller. Is yeah. game two Julio, no question about it? I think it depends on how Kershaw looks tonight. I think it depends if Julio pitches tomorrow. I think there's there's some yeah. variables that yeah. haven't played That's out all yet. I had. That's yeah. all I had. That, that one actually made my brain like think as opposed to just hurt and, and, and feel emotional. <laughs> like the, All of the callers have turned against me and say, hey, let's ruin the weekend for Trav. <laughs> We're going to go to the Rams. We're going to go to Matt Stafford, and I'm going to feel good because I get to talk about my boy Goff. That's coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Another one, I've been told. <laughs> there will be a part Catch of the Super Catch up tomorrow, I'm not as, I don't know as much. The other ones are just, you know, that's classics. because we're old. So yeah, that's right. You're right. I was going to say, this is one of the few that I know really well. Yeah. So. What you did you think done? of his uh, concert, Trav? Kendrick Lamar's? Yeah, when you were I there. I thought the, the one that he had in the place was better than the other one he had in the other place. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. Yeah, it's a great look, analysis. Look, I, I agree, Trav. I, I don't have a lot of uh, meat on that bone for me. I know you want to talk some popular. Rams here. Yeah. You want to talk some Rams Please. here. Today's stat hero of the day is a Ram def- Rams defense. Kyler Murray against the Rams and against all other teams. So I'm going to throw this at you, okay? Hit me. Against the Rams, total uh, QBR, 31. Oof. Um, 5.9 as far as uh, his ru- or rushing yards Per game, 11.5. I mean, he, he virtually does nothing. It's other teams' QBRs up to 64. Um, yards per attempt, 6.4. The difference between when he plays Stark. the Los Angeles Rams and when he plays, you know, obviously uh, every other team out there, and now you got two 3-0 and teams going at it. it. And the most important stat of all, they haven't beaten the Rams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sean McVay is, however, what would they, this is Sean McVay, he's 8-0 against the Cardinals. He, and, and a lot of those games not only have been wins, they've pounded the Cardinals. They basically ended Carson Palmer's career in London a few years ago when they broke his arm, and that was kind of the end of the line right there. That This has been a mismatch. That doesn't mean it's going to be a mismatch on Sunday, but all of the – here's the other – and you've been saying this a lot, and I'm not going to do my golf thing yet, but you've been saying this a lot. The Rams are not just oh they're hot and they they beat the Patriots or the the, the Bucks and oh, look look at this look at this and they kicked the long field goal to beat Indy. The Rams have looked really good through the first three games of the season. Okay, you win on the road in the NFL, that's a good win. They looked really good in the opener against the Bears and they looked excellent against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Arizona, on the other hand, has looked good once. They looked good against Tennessee in the opener in Tennessee. It's a really good win. Credit mm-hmm. to them. They beat Minnesota because the Minnesota kicker missed a short field goal at the end of the game. They should have lost that game. That's a home game too, right? Yeah, and, and a guy missed a kick that mm-hmm. he probably makes 90% of the time. Who was the other game, Jacksonville? Jackson, they were behind mm-hmm. Jacksonville through a significant portion of that game. It's just Jacksonville's terrible. Sure. So eventually they were going to give that game back. If the Rams play like they've played and the Cardinals play like they've played, the Rams win this game by Double a digits. handful of points. Yeah, yeah they, they, it just feels like this entire thing is set up to not just win the game, but for a statement. Because here, here's the thing we haven't really mentioned, and I get it. We're talking week four. super early to mention this. But don't forget, we're in an era, started last season, but this season too, there's only one bye. There's a huge difference between being the number one seed and any of the others. You know, if you are, what is it? I have to do my redo my math. If you're 13 and four and the number one seed, and you're 12 and five at the number two, before it doesn't really matter, right? You're just we're both taking a day off. Maybe I got to play in your place. Maybe I don't. But to get that extra week off as the number one buy team, this is how you do it. You win your division first of all, and you have all of these conference tiebreakers. They got the one against Tampa last week. You know, the Bears don't feel like they're going to factor into it, but conference record does. It's a win against the Bears in the conference. 
These are little bricks in the wall to getting yourself set up to go win a Super Bowl. Play it at home. Play the NFC Championship game at home. Win your division. Give yourself a little more time off. All of these little things add up over the course of 18 weeks. And this is a big one this Sunday, a really big one, even though it is only the fourth game of the season. Stat of the day is brought to you by Stat Hero, exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for 300 yard or 300% back on your first play. And if you want to win, just pick Rams players. I, I Cooper Cup has cleaned up for me. You got Stafford this weekend, right? I do have Stafford this weekend. Going week. up against CD Lamb and who'd you say? Who else? Uh, CD Lamb and uh, was it Russell? Oh, it was. Uh, it's Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, and I, I uh, went with the Falcon uh, Freeman as my other guy from the Falcons. So we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. the The other part about this too, and I know that you and I agree disagree about this. I really do think that there's an element in Sean McVay's personality. Okay, the way that he puts things together. He wants to let people know uh, that, A, I'm really good at this, which I think everybody has signed off on because mm-hmm. he's been wildly successful since coming on. But there, there's this thing that's out there that Bill Belichick turned him inside out in the Super Bowl, that he just turned him inside out. They, and, and Sean McVay's even said, you know, I did not do a good job that day. I, I was not on top of my game. But I think what he does not say out loud that he kind of hinted at a little bit last season in particular and has hinted at a lot during the early part of this season is, yes, Bill Belichick beat us. Yes, we lost that game. But I was fighting with a guy that was not up for it. And now I am. I am fighting with a guy that's up for it. And you're starting to see what my offense looks like with a guy that's up for it. I think he's looking for every opportunity for Matt Stafford to go long. I think he's looking for opportunities to pad stats, to win games, obviously. I think he's here to make a statement that goes beyond just let's win the game on Sunday. But that that's allowing something almost personal to get in the way of the big picture here. Yeah, but Al, stop right there. That happens all the time. Okay, but that's everything. not a good but that's not a good thing. Okay. And, and, I, I'm not arguing that. Mm-hmm. I, I it's good or bad, it's when real life is what happens. What should happen almost never happens. But, but what th- does is, happen is agendas, grudges, hurt feelings. But this is why I disagree. Because I think Sean McVay is smart enough to know that week four against the Arizona Cardinals, uh, you don't have to go out there and win by 24 points. You don't have to. By the way, I, I, I agree that I think you're walking away by the time Sunday's all said and done. Um, if the Arizona Cardinals even made this a game, I think it'd be a little surprising. I really would. If 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 the Rams only won twenty seven twenty four, I'd be a little surprised. Now, if the Rams won thirty four to twenty one, I'd be a lot less surprised. That that seems to me like the Rams are just. It's not just about making a statement. You're just really good, and you got on both sides of the ball. You both. were you were saying something about Jalen Ramsey versus DeAndre Hopkins locks him up. There there's and not just L A and, and Arizona, but this goes back to Jacksonville and Houston. So. When, when I hear you try to make the case of Sean McVay, something to prove, it's a personal agenda as well. It's trying to prove how bad Jared Goff was. Hey, this wasn't just me against the, the, the New England Patriots. I don't. Th- First of all, I think he's smart enough to know that none of that matters right now because, Trav, you and I said this. They could have the greatest regular season in the history of regular seasons. It doesn't mean anything if you don't if you don't make noise in the playoffs. I agree with that last thing, but almost none of the other parts of it. And Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. First of all, intellect, which Sean McVay clearly has, is not separate from ego. They they very very often are right next to each other in a personality, right? That because I'm so smart, I believe that all of these things should go my way, and when they don't go my way, I want to explain to you why they didn't. They're right next to each other. 
Todd Gurley went from being the most dangerous man in the NFL to not playing. Mm -hmm. You don't think Ego is getting involved in some of this stuff with Sean McVay? You don't think that there's a, a oh, you think that you are the, oh, okay. And I'm not saying it cuts both ways. I think that that was a two-headed monster between both of those men. I think they both took positions that were really bad for the team, that were the wrong decision in a vacuum like you're talking about. It happened. It happened. You know the worst it, thing you could do? The worst thing that can happen? And I, listen, I, I know what you're saying. Uh, you know, personal agendas or um, – just kind of having, I guess you could say, oh, I want to get back at this. I want to prove to everybody. I get all that. That's very common. All yeah. those traits are very common. But I, I genuinely believe McVeigh is smart enough to know that what he has today is the only thing that he should be worried about. Because looking at what the the rearview mirror and the perspective of how how Jared Goff is doing, or I got to prove others to let them know that that wasn't on me, it was him. It's unnecessary. I, perhaps it's unnecessary. it's unnecessary, but it doesn't mean it's not happening. And and to your, you you make it sound but like he's smart enough to know that. Oh, how many smart people have you met that have massive egos? You can have all, a massive <laughs> ego. You can all of them. You can have a massive ego, but at the same time, you know it, it's in order for you to get what you're trying to accomplish. Uh -huh. That's going to get in your way. Smart, I, smart people think. I am so smart, I can do both of these things at the same time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to win the Super Bowl, and in the process of winning the Super Bowl, I'm going to prove to you— Stick it to a this, couple people yes, along the way. Yes, that, that, I mean, that's human nature. If this they happens win, all the if time. If they beat Arizona 34-17 to on Sunday, it has nothing to do with anything other than they're stacked— they're a really good team. They're playing oh, at SoFi. About that. Um, they're the class of the I, NFC West. At least I may up come to this in point. in a number nine jersey if that happens. I may just come in here. I may wear it all week. I may do nothing but post social media videos all weekend long of me celebrating Matt Stafford's triumphant uh, MVP impending MVP campaign. All right, we got the dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I'm feeling better. Kinda Feel a little better? A little bit. I'm getting there. But I am a little jealous of you. Okay. Did, did you get to go hang out with Jim Hill this weekend? I'm, I, that sounds good. Who wouldn't want to hang out with Jim Hill? Me and Jimmy. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> what are like, you doing? What are you I just going him. on his show? Yeah, so they do the Sports Central, his yeah. weekend show, and yeah. talk some Lakers. So a little preview of the Lakers season, uh, Lakers-Nets on Sunday, so a little bit of that. I'm very, very jealous. I like talking with Jim. I got to sit with him at a uh, bunch of Rams games over the last couple of years. Always a good conversation, and I guess I'm looking forward to seeing you what talk if about the Lakers when I on went TV on? What if bit. when I went on, he just had all his questions were about you? Like, <laughs> hey, what's it like working with Travis? Uh, that's got to be pretty amazing. Well, and then I'm confused. I'm like, oh, no, it's good. Let's um, talk about Russ. But really looking forward to this upcoming weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Monday when you guys come on, how do you guys prep? What does Travis really do? <laughs> I don't think that's likely to happen. Let's go to the dump. Wow. How about this, Al? What do you got? 46 years ago, Muhammad Ali beat Joe Frazier in the mm. Thrilla in Manila today. 
that for, first I, I would have gotten this one way wrong. That I was alive during the thrill in Manila is is a surprise to me. I thought that that happened somewhere in the '60s, 1975. One of the greatest fights of all time. There are uh, I, I don't know why, and this is kind of random, but there are certain fights that you just want to go back. And, and this happens. I told you one of my favorite movies of all time is Ali, mm-hmm. right? So I like going back and watching because it's just watching it live, right? And the the footage is all grainy of him knocking down George Foreman and just the way he did it. And it's raining and it's, you know, the environment, how crazy the crowd is going. We have moments like this where it's just kind of every once in a while. This is one of the, you know, greatest sporting events. Oh, sure. It's one of those moments that even if you weren't alive, you were not. You know it. You know the thrill thrill in Manila is one of those, just the phrasing. Oh, yeah, it was was the Frazier-Ali fight. Mm -hmm. That's just one of those things you know. All right, back to baseball. Dusty Baker is the first manager to win a division title with five different teams. That's extraordinary. Giants, Reds, Cubs, Nats, and now the Houston Astros. Good good for Dusty. I'm a I remember when Dusty was playing at the outfield for the Dodgers. He was one of my guys. He was one of those guys that was the I think it was the first team ever to have four teammates that hit 30 home runs yep. in one year. He yep. was one of those guys invented the high five mm-hmm. along with Glenn Burke. Dusty Baker has lived a life. Man. You can pick any team. The Dodgers face any squad in the World Series. Who do you want to face? I don't understand. You mean this season? This season. I get to pick who I want? Yep. I'd like to play the Baltimore Orioles. Okay. That's why I'm asking you the question. <laughs> yeah. They play the Astros. Uh-huh. They're not losing to the Astros. They're not. I don't know, man. No, I'm, I'm they're, they're good. They're, I know, but there's something about that. I think there's a lot of guys within that Dodgers organization saying, I want them. Okay. Give me another crack at them. Okay. I hear you. Mm-hmm. And, and I agree with where you're going, but I think you're leaving off the second half of that. You don't think the Astros are saying the same thing? Oh, you think we cheated? Okay. Watch this. Which one do you think is going to be more aggressive? I, I think it's. I think it's a draw. <laughs> I don't I, think it's a draw. I, I, I think it's a draw. That look. While I think that they're vile, disgusting cheaters. Okay, and I will never ever change my opinion on that. They they, they have something feel, to prove. That's what you're trying to. They feel mm-hmm. like, hey, look, we did it, but everyone else was doing it too. Why do we have to wear this like everyone else? You were doing it. And you were doing it. And you were doing it. You think okay? You think that's the only reason we won? Watch this. I think. I think the emotion. The emotional component of it is, is How pretty How about that even. scenario? What if that happened? That would be pretty awesome. Look, the scenario that you just put out there, the Dodgers are in the World Series. I'm there for it. But I look, if you're asking me who I could play, I, could I get it. No, I know you want to play the worst team. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Dusty Baker, though, that is an amazing accomplishment for him. Uh, I don't know what you got going tonight, but okay. maybe you could uh, – queue up the many saints in newark it comes out today on the streaming service oh yeah that's right yeah how, how come okay maybe this is me just being negative right now why do i have a feeling i'll be underwhelmed by this a little bit okay so this is did a, i hype I, I, I don't think i think the feeling you have is probably because i share it I, I agree with you because here's the problem like i'm already disappointed i haven't even seen it yet. <laughs> right why, okay. why did that happen that's part of it that the expectation game is it's so high that I know it's not going to live up to the hype. There's, mm-hmm. So there's that component of it. Here's the other part. It's a movie. It's two hours, give or take. To tell that story in two hours is really challenging. Yeah, yeah. Whereas The Sopranos, The Sopranos, six seasons, an hour long. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many episodes a season. This guy, Funches, was down to watch the whole full <laughs> six seasons again before The Godfather. We're but like, hey, right. would you watch The Godfather? He's like, no, Sopranos is on. What makes The Sopranos so good is that you've got all these little nuances, right? 
the the the, the meme that Funches showed us here a minute ago, but there was a picture oh. of Trevor Lawrence, and it said, "Here are his parents," and it's a picture of Carmela and Furio. <laughs> Okay, which, by the way, is incredible because oh, Trevor Lawrence so looks like the product of Carmelo and Furio. So good. The Carmelo Furio story doesn't make it into a Sopranos movie. It's only because you no. have 600 hours of television You're right. programming You're right. to fill that you get all these little things. So what are my expectations then? What do we walk in tonight? If we, if we, you and I both watch this thing, uh-huh. what's the expectations? What, how, how are, how am I addressing this? How am I approaching this? I, it's a great question. I don't have an answer. I think you need to go into am it my like Bellinger this. at the plate. Just no, don't expect no. It's, expect what, a buck fifty. Is it hard as it is to do? You know, the only way I think you can treat things like this. Yeah, you have to go into it as just like you don't know the story. Is this mm-hmm. a good movie? Am I compelled to see what happens to this person next? Yeah. Do am I? Do I care what happens to this guy? Okay. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> you asked. I'm just here to help you out. I think that's the only way to do it with yeah. something like that. Yeah. All right. Um, George Church, a Harvard scientist, um, says that they could resurrect the woolly mammoth in four to six years. You ready to uh, go down to the L.A. Zoo and see a woolly mammoth? There's a lot of things that we're screwed about, like just things coming in the future that we're all screwed. Okay, I've already shared my Boston Dynamics, <laughs> who probably one day will become a sponsor, and they'll shut me up because they're like, Al, we have things that we're trying to we're if trying Boston to get accomplished. Dynamics wants to spend a little money with mm-hmm. us. Welcome the robot overlords. I'm not as Skynet. I'm not as concerned about the woolly mammoth. I think the woolly mammoth we can get under control. <laughs> it's the it's big. the robots that I, I have more concerns with. <laughs> I what? just pictured the way you said that, like there's some <laughs> woolly mammoth control team that's in that's like around town that their their only job is to control the yeah. woolly mammoth population. He listens. No, he listens. The woolly mammoth will be smart enough. He's like a dog. You he know, just basically tell him sit right here and he sits. Like you drive down the freeway, you know, if you see an accident in the nine one one, but if it's just a fender bender, you know, move over to the side, five one one for or nine or whatever it is, eight one one before you dig. Mm-hmm. You see a woolly mammoth, dial three one one. Just yeah, just a simple one. That one is that one's no problem. Just an easy along the way. Uh it is World Smile Day. Um, which makes me think of Carlo's mask from Media Day. Carlo has a great smile, big, energetic, yeah. very warm and yep. welcoming smile. But he yeah. had this weird mask that had a plastic piece over so his mouth. It shows well, you could his see mouth. Was his teeth. Yeah, it was very. I off-putting. offered him a mask. I was like, yeah, this, uh, Carlo, no, yeah, just not today, teeth. not Media Day. It looked like he was snarling yeah. at us. It looked. It was. Yeah. It, let's not do that. On on World Smile Day, and I don't need World Smile Day. Like you tell me to smile, I'll smile when I'm ready to smile. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it right. when I ESPN want to do app it. or on iTunes. Just search the Travis and Sleeva Show. Get the full. Three hours on the podcast. Dodgers will be playing on the wild card on Wednesday, or they'll be playing 163, or they'll be division champs. We got Rams football to break down Monday. We all do it at 9 Lakers Nets. We'll see you then. Lakers Nets.